Hey guys. So um just wanna say that you know heartbreak it's not an easy thing. Sometimes, you know, you just got to roll with the punches. Sometimes, you know, you just got to take the hit. Sometimes you just got to take that blow. And, um... Sometimes you just have to learn how to accept, you know, like how, you know, things just happen the way it happened and you know, that's just life. I wish I had I wish I didn't do some things I didn't do, but the past is the past. They always say that, but it's bullshit. The past made me. But I refuse to allow that to create me into a monster and instead take that as an alternative to give me the strength to turn into a stronger person that I am today. Nobody's perfect, you know? Fuck it. I'm in so much grief right now. I mean, like, so much grief. I've never felt heartbreak before I just want to drink it all away and forget but that's impossible because it's just an escape to a temporary resolution for a problem because the problem's still going to be there at the end of the day I just have to learn how to face the truth and look straight at it in the eye. Like how the sky is looking down on me. Straight in the eye. And tons of people don't realize that. 
And they're always looking down or looking somewhere. They forget to look up. It really changes everything about about you in life when you when you start looking up. Even when I work out, I try to look up or I try to aim higher because I enjoy the challenge. As defeated as I feel because I am defeated. I feel so broken. So goddamn broken. All I can do is pray. Fifty six more days. <laughs> and it's on my podcast too because I just want to share it with y'all to people who are out there still listening to me talk. Thank you. I just want to say this is a big resolution to a cause that I can't fix and have to learn how to fucking accept but there's so much anger inside of me that I don't know how to express there's so much anger inside of me That I really just want to break someone's fucking head. I miss my ex-boyfriend. And I hate his neighbor. And I hate his neighbor's daughter, too. They both suck. And fuck them, too, and their dogs. fucked up my relationship and tried to get me in hell but in God's name I know Jesus will always be there for me and he will always have my back the Lord will always have my back, no matter what. For all I know, these other people can go to hell. That's all I learned from my friend. Even though he's mad at me right now, he's taught me a couple new things to say. Fuck them. Just say they can go to hell. 
And hell yeah, they can go to H-E-L-L, hell, plus my roommate, who tried to also put me behind bars, can go to hell. Because he is an asshole when all I was trying to do was fix my door lock like any other roommate would. Duh, I want to be able to lock it when I leave so I feel safe when I go out. That's just normal human things that you do. And he fucking had a trip outside of my hallway and scared the handyman. He really freaked him out. And I was so, I felt so bad for him. You know, he was a really nice guy. You know, I paid, I paid him. I tipped him. I gave him beer. Because he didn't have to see that. I mean, he was looking at him like he was crazy. I mean, why couldn't he just mind his own business and let me change my door lock so when I leave my home... I can lock my door and feel like all of my stuff are safe. I don't want people touching my computer. I don't want people going through my papers. I don't want people going through my belongings. I don't want anyone s- like sleeping on my bed that I don't know or even sitting on it. I just mopped my floor. Like, seriously, I have every right to make that decision after being here for the past three months to decide that, okay, it's time to change my door lock because I'm having problems with my roommate, so I think the best and fairest resolution to the problem instead of fighting, is to just change the door lock so I can leave my home in peace and come home in peace and not fight. Because I'm not that type of person. I was born a happy kid. And then the world fucking, fucking made me cry and threw me apart, torn me apart. I was watching TV today, and I saw Dr. Fauci, the little Mickey Mouse, on fucking TV, on ESPN, and his favorite sport is baseball. He lives in Washington, D.C., so obviously it was the Washington, D.C., whatever baseball team, which what you call it. And guess what? He used to play basketball. In his younger days. And this guy is shorter than I am. He's like five feet. Two. One. Four. Four feet. Eleven. I don't know. (laughs) He was the shortest point guard on the team. But hey. Props to that. 
that's respect right there because he didn't give a damn about what other people thought about him and he still continued to pursue his passion and play basketball with his friends and join the team just like I did. I was the only fucking Asian kid in my team back in high school. I played track, I did soccer, did water polo, I did swimming, you know, just to get out of the house because I didn't like to be in a house. And my parents wanted me to, you know, go out. You know, they wanted me to do, like, shit outside of the house and not stay home all day on, on my fucking Super Nintendo, you know. So I'm like, all right, fine, fuck it. I made some friends. I learned to get a, I learned the guitar a little bit from an ex. The guy was cute, and he was like, "Hey, you want to hang out after school and play some guitar? I'll teach you a song or two. And you know, from that point on, I was able to like learn a little bit, and it was it was fun because I played a piano. And I majored in music. And I played for my school's choir. Really? I played for my school's choir. I was the first pianist. Pianist. The first one. We went on field trips. And we always won first place. For the first... For for all four years, I was there. Three years, we won first place. We went to Disney World. I got high for the first time in 10th grade. And I know this is very, uh, should be discreet, but they tricked me. We were about to go on some Mickey Mouse fucking, what do you call it? Space Mountain ride. And I really thought I was in space. They're like, Joey, come try this. It was one gay guy and two girls and me. And they put us in like little groups, right? So they're like, hey, we got a brownie. And I'm like, they're like, Joey, come here, try a piece. I'm like, why? I don't want it. They're like, come on, please just try it. Shit, 15 minutes later, I was fucked up. I really thought I was in space for a minute. I was on that ride tripping bottles and I had the best time of my life. I miss those days. I miss it so much. I can't wait for COVID to end. So like Disney World and all that shit, like we can just go out and have fun again. Summer's around the corner. You feel me? Like. I don't want to be going to the beach having to wear a goddamn mask. Are you kidding me? My face is going to look like a chimpanzee. Like, half my face could be tan, and there's going to be a round circle around my nose and my cheeks and my mouth. And it's going to be all pale. And then the only thing that's going to be dark is my uh, is, is around my, my mask and my eyes and my forehead. How am I going to look? I'm going to be looking like a... Curious George. 
You'd be looking like Curious George the monkey. No. I got Hawaii blood in my blood. I need my tan. So we really, I really, really pray and truly hope that, you know, like all this fatalities and discrimination and people dying and getting sick will stop because it's not fair. A lot of innocent lives have been taken, have been taken away the past year and a half. And this year I finally came to terms with, you know, my fear of dying. And I said, fuck it. And I joined the gym. After that, I said, I'm going to go back. Because I feel like this is the best therapy that I've needed for the longest time. I was quarantined for so long to the point where it was hard for me to even carry groceries up the stairs. And when it came to that realization, I said it's time for a drastic change, a positive change. And it doesn't matter where it's coming from because I felt it coming from my heart. And I know that when it comes from my heart, it's coming from God and it's genuine. And I have zero regrets for doing it. And for me, it's, it's, an, it's an investment. It's an asset to my life. It's not a waste of money and it's not another bill to pay. It's something that I am passionate about and something that I really do care about because I do care about my health. I am a raging alcoholic. I think I over-exaggerated. I am not a raging alcoholic. I'm a functional alcoholic. But joining the gym has helped decrease my intake of drinking and has helped me focus on more positive things and has made me drink lesser and made me step back a bit and be like, you know what, instead of drinking tonight another six-pack, I'm going to drink it tomorrow because there's always another day so I can wake up and not feel sick, you know, and hungover. Yes, there were days where I went overboard because it has been a very difficult 56 days left of my life, not life, but in terms of my case. And I wanna grow stronger and I don't want to continue to live with resentment and 
having a grudge against people. I want to learn how to forgive myself and forgive the people around me who has hurt me. And at the same time, learn how to make smarter decisions about who I surround myself with. Because yesterday was complete disaster, dude. I mean, complete disaster. Like the lock story, for instance. Long story short, I invited my friend over and he brought his other buddy over. And I'm like, okay, it's okay because I know his buddy. He's been in my house before. So he had his mask on. I know he's healthy. You know, we went upstairs and he was going to do me a favor and fix my door. And instead of fixing my door, he broke it. He didn't even know how to change the fucking lock. And by the time he came back from the gym with me, because I invited him to come and he sat down, I had no clue that he invited one of my teammates for a drink behind my back, which is fucked up. (laughs) Dude. You're jeopardizing my reputation. Anyways, I had blocked his number since last night because he fucked up my door and I had to hire the fucking management guy to come in and fix it and change my lock for me. And he did it in like less than half an hour. I tipped him, gave him a beer, said sorry for my roommates. Weird, strange, harassing behavior and said have a good night and he's really concerned about me and I think he's going to make a report to the landlord because I really did not think that 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 me being a female and having an asshole like that in my hallway while there is a guest in my room trying to fix my door is inappropriate, immature behavior for his age. He's 28. Dude, grow the fuck up and have some type of tact and respect. If you're angry, save it for later. There is a time and place for everything. Hold on. I'll be back shortly. Just, I gotta grab something downstairs.
Okay, I'm back. Joey on a Lamb, live in New York City at 12.20 Eastern Standard Time. So, like, I just, I just needed to rant because I don't have anyone to talk to, sadly. <laughs> so, um, thank God I have a podcast because, I mean, I, I really don't give a fuck who's listening. Because I'm just trying to express myself right now because my best friend is mad at me. I'm not going to put the business out there, but he's mad at me right now, so I can't even talk to him about something I didn't even do, but he's very upset, so I'm just going to give him some time to calm down and, you know, hopefully he'll reach out to me soon and we can talk again, but for the time being... I really don't got nobody but my me, myself, and I. I mean, I, I try to... <clears throat> try to make some new friends. But I'm very shy for some reason. In, some, in certain situations, like at the gym, I'm, I'm super shy. To say hi, I mean, to, to, to connect with people there. I want to, but I'm shy. I don't know why, but I'm a little intimidated sometimes because when I see their brolic muscles popping out, like, boom, 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 I'm like, boom, boom, boom. I don't know. If I say something wrong, they might boom, boom, boom me. So I said hi, have a good day. Bye, thank you, and leave. But that's not how I want to just go around my day. It would be nice to connect with to connect with someone there, one or two people, and and work like a workout buddy. You know, like hey, I'll meet you tomorrow at this time, and we'll work out together. You know, like. But it still feels good to be part of a team. Instead of being, being my mice being by myself, me, myself, and I. I'm just so sad. And it's not like I like being sad. I hate being sad. And I don't say the word hate a lot. I want to be happy again. I'm praying for that day to happen. Money just 
goes like that. But hey, it's spring almost around the corner. It's a beautiful day, but I'm sad. <laughs> Life is hard. I'm looking at this cup and it's making me sad. Because it says FDNY on it. And that was my ex's engine. Bladder. That makes me really sad. I don't know if I should throw a cup away so I can stop being sad when I see it. Maybe I should just chuck it out the window. So I just want to play some music. And that's it. <clears throat> I don't want to deal with fake people anymore because yesterday that was fake people. I felt used.
I'm tired. My hands hurt. I'm taking a break now. <clears throat> I busted my hand and I just busted it again. I did a left, a right hook. Yes, not yesterday. Last week. Over the weekend. And <clears throat> I accidentally hit the wall instead of the bag like an idiot. Because <laughs> I was so drunk and pissed off at, you know, my situation. My current situation for 60, 56 days. So, I don't know. I took it out on the bag and I missed it and I hit the fucking wall. And then my train, my, my, co- my, my boxing coach, trainer, friend had to send me a video about how to throw a punch. I was so mad at him. I wanted to smack him for sending me that video. He made me feel like a fucking idiot. So long story short, my hand has been busted for over a week. And it hurts to, like, move shit. I dropped my keys on the floor. When I pick up the fucking barbell, it fucking hurts. Um, (laughs) But... My friend said that it's good physical therapy to keep it moving instead of letting it just, like, stay in the same place at all times. Like, try to, like, bend it, you know, so it just, like, heals back to normal. Normally. It feels like it's going down like but all my knuckles look swollen like busted like I really look like I fight people on a daily basis <laughs> it's thank god there's blistex because I use that on a daily basis too I got two of them I think what I really do need is like Shea butter or aloe vera or probably um, Epsom salt. I think like some hot water, warm water with Epsom salt would help. You know, if I dip my hands in there for like maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes a day, you know, before bed, it'll help my hand heal quicker. Because I tried doing the cold pack, the ice pack, and that made it worse. So I think what it needs is, like, heat, you know, to restabilize it, you know, make it back to normal. But, you know, shit happens. It's life. So now, like, this whole thing about filing your taxes is, it's like, a big deal since this 2400 COVID relief bill, $1.9 trillion COVID, COVID relief bill just passed, and 
now everyone is going to be filing your taxes. But it's just unfortunate that I know some people who can't and are unable to because of, you know, their residency. So, and they work really hard. They work harder than half of us. But I'm pretty sure, you know, I got to look after myself at the end of the day. Honestly, honest to God. Like, if I can't sustain myself, I cannot be reliable for anybody else to, to depend on. And what I want is to be that person. To be that person where, hey, I can call her and she'll be right there for me. You know, and she'll be able to help. Like, if I call her, nothing's going to happen. What's she going to do? Like, okay, yeah, we can talk. But, I mean, might as well just talk to the wall. We could talk, but is there, like, any type of connection? I mean, like, you you know what I mean? Like, I want to be strong to that point where people can be like, wow. I am shocked. Within two, three months, when summertime comes, they'll just be so shocked to see me because I'll be in great shape, in great health. I can breathe better. My asthma would be, like, gone. Um, <clears throat> right now, it's kind of a little bit in a shape because it's spring um, around the corner. But thank God I got my fucking abuterol. Because my roommate loves the heater and <laughs> turns it on like many times of the night. And I am so freaking hot upstairs. <sighs> Whatever. It, anyways, I don't want to go there. Um, <sighs> yeah, and they'll just be like, oh my god. Holy shit, Joey. What have you been doing with your life? And... And I'll be loaded. I'll be having a real job by then, working and loving it. I'll be making new connections. I'll I'll have like an EP album out by then with like movie soundtracks and all this cool stuff. My paintings will be getting sell, sold on my website. You know, people will buy buy my paintings and put it on their walls and be like. People will be asking, like, oh, my God, who painted this beautiful portrait or whatever, you know? And they'll be like, oh, this girl I met, she's so talented. It's Joey, man. She painted it, and I just said, oh, I want to buy it, you know? And I thought it would be a great asset to my living room. It'll look so, you know, beautiful. And that's what I want to be, successful. I don't want to make friends with losers. And what happened yesterday was a mistake. I surrounded myself feeling like I hung out with a loser. Because as much as I have love for him, he was a loser. He broke my door, got me drunk, went to my gym, embarrassed me, and offered somebody a drink behind my back. How am I supposed to feel? And then he leaves my house, and I felt betrayed without saying bye. He flat out left. 
Thank God he did not steal my computer or anything that was expensive. Nothing. He just drank a beer and that was it. But God damn it, son. Like, you could have just had the decency to wait and say, look, I'm not interested. Don't want to continue to do this. I can't fix your door. I'm really drunk. And I just want to get drunker and go somewhere else and sleep. Just be honest. Like, seriously, dude. I don't want to feel like I have to deal with that bullshit, you know? Somebody just hit the wall upstairs, and I don't give a fuck. They can continue to hit the goddamn fucking wall, and I'll talk even fucking louder. Maybe I should respond and hit the wall too with a basketball, but I got I got no balls. I like my my ex has my soccer ball. Dude, the guy is hitting the wall again. Now he's hitting it again. Maybe they're having sex upstairs, but I live on the I'm I live on the last floor. Is someone fixing the fucking roof? I hope so, because I really do want to go on the roof and get a tan. Fuck the shit. I saw someone yesterday getting a tan on their roof next door. And I was just, like, so jealous. Jelly. I was like, but I don't think people allow us to go on the roof. I don't know. I don't really understand how this building works yet because I've only been here for, like, three months. Um... January, Feb, uh, December, January. I wasn't. I, I start my lease started in December, but I didn't spend December here. I just moved in my stuff, and then January I was here, February, and now it's March. So it's been. I've been here for a total of three months. Okay, it stopped. Man, the guy came too quick, or whatever happened upstairs on the roof didn't really happen so Dak Prescott just got signed a fucking more than a billion dollar almost a billion dollar deal to the Dallas Cowboys, you know, for the NFL. And I am shocked. He deserves it. Because he is actually one of my favorite players. I'm not from Texas. I'm from California. But I live in New York City. But knowing Dak Prescott being such a passionate player. And he's really dedicated to his fucking game he doesn't play around and he loves it he loves football and to see him cry on tv when he hurt his leg his ankle and had to get immediate surgery right afterwards was so traumatic for me to even watch you know it was more traumatic for me to watch that than the tiger woods drama you know because I have big respect 
for Dak Prescott. He's a great team player. He's too young to go through shit that he didn't deserve. It was a freak accident. But maybe it was, you know, a fate where it prevented him from catching COVID too. You know, he got to stay home. But now he got signed almost. He got signed like a 30-something, 40-something million dollar deal. Guaranteed this year. You know, I was shocked. He took it. Of course he had to. They had to pay for his fucking surgery. What the fuck? He, like, like that was a big freak accident. He didn't deserve it, you know? Dak Prescott is one of the best football players I know. Yes, Tom Brady this and Tom Brady that. But Dak Prescott deserves credit too. So, you know, I give him props. For real. Like... From the bottom of my heart. That Prescott, continue on with your legend. And I really wish the best for you. And next year when I see you play, I'm pretty sure you're going to make the Cowboys proud. At the end of the day, it's not about like, oh my God, which team won? What team this? What team is that? Whoa, whoa, It's about being a team player and being a good one. Being wanted. Like, I want you to be here because we love you. And we think you have the potential to make our days brighter. You know? And I'm pretty sure they miss him so much. He probably had a sense of humor. I don't know. i never seen met him before. But he's a leader. He's a lat. He's a natural leader. You know, he's not a follower. You know what I mean? He doesn't beat around the bush. That's what I mean. He's straight to the point. One, two, three, bam. He gives zero fucks, and I mean zero. And for for me to see my like one of my favorite players cry on TV on the fucking golf cart getting surgery, you know, on his way to the hospital was traumatic. I mean, I was dying inside just watching that because I really believe that he deserved way better you know and it must have been painful for him as a team player to watch his team lose and not win as much as they could have without him because he's one of the biggest and strongest players you know So I bought this bud yesterday. I don't know if it's really good. It's gorilla, gorilla, gorilla glue. Number four. And the guy was all about it. He's like, come on, try this one. But I really wanted to get the Brooklyn pound cake again. 
but um I decided to try something new and it's not that bad it's just like it's like um I just feel like it's I, I'm not really into hybrids I'm more into into uh sativas I'm not into indicas at all I need uppers you know they make me feel a lot better but this is more of a dominant sativa so it's not so bad it does open up my appetite um helps me less depressed i'm diagnosed with major depressive disorder type one so it's lexapro you know i get either happy or sad thank god it's not angry and happy and um <clears throat> but i don't take that shit i said fuck that i want to be addicted to another goddamn pill and i said i'm just gonna smoke weed and work out and try to eat healthy and that's it fucking meditate and figure out other solutions that is better because fuck 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 antidepressants if there's any other pill I, I mean i take i take pills to calm down but i'm talking about antidepressants in general i heard that if you take them and you stop taking them it's detrimental like you'll get even more depressed so i came to the conclusion that the fact the, the reason why people would get more depressed is because they got so used to that false feeling that the pill makes you feel like happy that when you're off of it you forget you forget your actual true emotions it just gives you like it just phases you that's my theory that it phases you to believe that it's going to make you happy but it's just a temporary solution again To something that you have to just be able to learn how to deal with and there's many ways to deal with depression it's so popular more than i thought it was especially during this fucking covid bullshit of course people are gonna be fucking depressed no money fucking cat no job what the fuck you know being locked down people dying people they know dying you know like who uh, being scared to go outside developing agoraphobia all this fucking like mental issues because of fucking covid of course people are gonna go fucking butt 
fucking crazy. I will go ape shit crazy too. Me too. Hashtag. I'm so hungry, but all I got right now was like ramen noodles, and I really have to go to the store and go food shopping, but I fucked up with my friends and didn't go food shopping, didn't do my nails, nothing, he doesn't care. I'm just really sad. What can I do? I wanted to play for Broadway, I wanted to audition for like acting. I think there still stands a chance. There still stands a chance if I if I don't give up and I persevere and they still continue. But I feel really alone and I, and I am really really alone. So I have to accept that too, as part of my life. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Sit here, pop pills, drink beer, smoke weed. What am I going to do? How am I going to survive for 56 days? Missing someone that I really, truly love. That I can't. See?
what am I gonna do? That's all I'm doing right now. I'm looking at the World Trade Center.